Hey everyone, welcome back to One, the high school sports podcast by VNN, where we pick a game of the week from across the country and hear from the people that make it happen. On this week's show, we're up north in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, near Milwaukee, chatting with Tosa East Athletic Director Michelle Guyant Holloway. The Football Red Raiders are currently 0-6 this year, looking for their first win against Hamilton, who are 3-3. And I'm uh, Michelle Guyant Holloway, <clears throat> excuse me, um, athletic director at Wauwatosa East High School. Um, and a uh, little history on the, the school is that actually when it first was started, um, it was just the only school in the, the suburb of Wauwatosa and the outskirts of Milwaukee. Um, so it was just Wauwatosa High. Um, it started um, as a high school back in 1871. Um, and for almost um, 70 years, it was a single school um, in the suburb. And then um, in the early uh, 1960s, late 1950s, uh, the population grew where they had to expand uh, the schools in the school district. And then we became um, Wauwatosa East uh, back in uh, 1961. And we have our uh, uh, crosstown, uh, our sister school, Wauwatosa West, then was um, established at that time, and we became then a two-school suburb. Um, the mascot that we've had um, has been kind of around. Um, it's been a Red Raider, a Cardinal. Um, it really kind of took off from uh, establishing um, from uh, our colors are red and white, so they kind of stole from the Wisconsin Badgers uh, that color scheme and have applied it to us. And uh, when the um, story goes as to when the Milwaukee Braves um, came into town, that um, then the uh, imagery uh, from the Cardinal became then into um, the Red Raider um, and was an, um, um, an Indian image as um, most mascots um, that reference um, uh, the Red Raider um, became part of uh, the, the culture there, and we've gone through some different types of icons and logos uh, over the years, but um, that's kind of where um, the, the school has now uh, evolved into at this point in time. Oh, no kidding. And so uh, in terms of the location of the school, you said you're a little outside of Milwaukee. What's the, what's the community like? Uh, we have a, a really diverse um, uh, community. Um, we are just uh, kind of on a very northwest uh, type of uh, uh, location from the, the city of Milwaukee. And um, at uh, one point, it was a very um, uh, opulent area to live in um, back when it was Wauwatosa um, and still is to a certain point as well too nowadays. Um, but it was where a lot of the um, up-and-coming um, people uh, would reside. And uh, I would say we still have a, a very generous portion um, of our uh, community that um, are um, upper middle class. Uh, but then we have uh, a lot of um, blue-collar working families um, and community members that, uh, that reside here. So um, it's really a, an, an interesting community as a whole um, from um, a suburb perspective. It's one of the um, top 
communities in our uh, county um, that people want to reside in. Uh, we have a really neat village um, area um, not too far from our school geographically that uh, we have a, a nice park system that we have um, activities in the summertime. We've got a little water area for kids. They have a concert area that the park developed a few years ago to bring in, in different bands. Um, so it's a very uh, welcoming community and one that that um, really enjoys getting out and about and doing um, different things. We have a couple of parkways through um, the city. So um, on our side of town, it's really kind of got that urban, yet we have some of these really neat parks in our, in our back uh, door, basically, that we really be able to um, still be part of, of, of nature and being able to do a lot of um, running and biking and stuff through, the, through those types of uh, areas. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And and you said that uh and that you said that Tosa East is uh is the original high school in the two um in your city. Uh do you, did you keep all the history from the school all the way back or was it split up or how did that work? Um, no, we've we've actually we've we've kept a lot of uh, what um it, uh, the school was uh, originally. Um, uh, there's uh, uh we kind of call it the original part of the building um was the three three levels and um they actually did um when doing some restoration the main hall the main entryway from when it was Wauwatosa they've uh, revamped it um and updated in the sense that when they took some drywall off they saw some um iconic imaging um i think from like the 1940s or 50s around the new era um and and had some kind of like work in progress types of murals and, you know, uh, uh, really just kind of unique um, features of that time. And so they've done a restoration of that particular lobby. Um, we've um, promoted and uh, put forth um, athletically um, just recently uh, when I took over, I noticed that there was nothing really labeled out and around showing all these athletic success when it was just Wauwatosa. Um, so we uh, created these uh, two super long banners um, that we have hung in our, our gym that showcases all the athletic achievement um, that uh, the men and the women, um, limited women, obviously back in that time, but they still participated in and what they did in conference and um, state runner-ups and things of that nature. So it is a little, there is definitely still some um, connection to when it was uh, the Wauwatosa area, um, but it's, you know, it's taken on its own foot as, uh, as Wauwatosa East. Oh, cool. And, and so then in terms of uh, your relationship with West, um, how, do you, how do you usually manage that too? Are you two separate entities? Do you usually work together in the same district or anything around that? Um, it's a little bit of both. I mean, there's definitely some things that, um, um, uh, we collaborate on um, that we are since we are both in the same district and and we try to get some policies and procedures that are um, very similar um, uh, across the board but uh, you know just as any rivalry I would say this is a very friendly rivalry um, when I came in and, and took over um, I had some understanding I grew up not too far away from here um, so I knew about the schools but um, 
you know, it's a, it's a I call it a controlled chaos uh, rivalry of uh, we don't, you know, most of these kids nowadays, I mean, they play with each other in clubs or AAU programs or youth programs. So there there is a friendliness there um, that probably maybe I want to say maybe 30 years ago or so maybe wasn't as much there um, just because the club scene wasn't as integrated as it is now in athletics. Um, but we still want to beat them. Uh, every time we, we go out, those are always our best attended events um, from both sides. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, uh, on that aspect, it's, that's where I say it's kind of a nice healthy rivalry um, because we do respect each other because, um, you know, they, they inter, the, the, the students and the parents are, are you know, with each, within each other even though um, we're in two separate schools. And yet there's sometimes where even within our district rules or policies or things of that nature, we're different schools. Um, so we've got to make things be able to be adequate for what's right for Wauwatosa East and West has to do the same thing for them as well too. Yeah, that's great. So switching gears a little bit, I'm, I'm curious about you. Um, so what, has it always been your aspiration to be an AD? Like what was your path to getting to where you are now? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> okay. quite okay. honestly, I had no yeah. desire to be a high school athletics director. Um, <laughs> It was, uh, I started out as uh, coaching. Actually, my, my undergrad degree was in broadcasting, so I was uh, anticipating being on ESPN and being a, a female sportscaster um, was what my first intention was. Um, and then my college coach uh, had uh, need of an assistant for a year when I was still, had just finished up um, playing, so I helped out, and he was like, you know, you, you do a good job at this coaching. You should try this. So he helped me get into the path of um, coaching college basketball. Um, and that's kind of how my career um, first started was just coaching at a variety of schools uh, as a, a, a college basketball coach. Um, and then within that, I started doing some administrative work as well, too, while I was coaching um, at the, some of the various schools that I was at. And um, once I kind of was done with the, the coaching aspect, uh, um, had moved back to the Wisconsin area um, where I'm originally from here and um, wanted to stay in college athletics and just moved more into the administrative side and, and was at a couple of schools locally here and just was then at that point in time trying to kind of getting done with college athletics and this job opened up and my brother-in-law by chance went to school here. My husband and his family grew up not too far down the road from the school. And um, so I had a couple of connections with some other people as well, too, from my college days and kind of went in and, okay, applied. And um, I guess won, won enough people over uh, to, to, to get here. And um, now I'm in year four of, of doing this, and I, I really do enjoy it. Oh, that's great. And so, uh, I mean, in, in your four years, have you, have you kind of, uh, set up an approach? Like, do you have a certain, like, set of goals that you usually like to, you know, guide, guide your decisions? 
Yeah, when I took on the the role, um, you know, a lot of things were similar, but there's definitely things that were quite different um, from the college um, administration side. So I put together a three-year plan for myself as to what are some of the things that um, I could take from my interview process as to it seemed about what people wanted and needed um, in the community um, and in the coaches and and in the the staff here. Um, And I put that in as part of my three-year plan, and I think we've um, been able to do a lot of that, um, uh, uh, and I'm very happy with that, that, that we've been able to accomplish those things that I really wanted to set out. Um, and so now um, I actually have to get uh, in line with myself and set out my next three-year plan as to what are the, the next steps I want to make, um, because I think you have to have some um, short-term slight goals as well as long-term um, goals so that you're making sure that there's that vision and that you're being able to to keep that vision going. Um, and now that we've been able to establish kind of the, the foundation for what I wanted to do, um, now I've got to relook at uh, those accomplishments and what ones I didn't accomplish and see how I need to improve upon that or adjust it um, to make sure that uh, we can do um, now the next phase um, of, of what we want to do for the next three years. Oh, that's cool. And and what do you think? I mean, in the first three years, is there has there been something that stood out to you as like a an accomplishment that you're you know specifically proud of? Um, there's a couple of them. Um, I'm you know coming from the college world, it's all about promoting recruiting, promoting recruiting. You know, and and so I kind of took that approach of really wanting to promote our athletes and our student athletes and showcasing what they've done, not just necessarily um, their success on the court or the field, but, you know, what are some of the community service things that they're doing? Um, How good are they doing academically? Uh, What are some of the successes in the department awards that they're winning? And really being able to um, showcase that. And so it was really looking at different avenues of where we could promote them. Um, We put um, some TVs in our gym, our me in our school to list some of these activities and achievements and reminders. Um, I, quite honestly, the the website was another um, attribute that I wanted to um, improve upon for what we had before and wanting to have a better chance of our coaches being able to um, provide information and and make it you know in an exciting format, um, which uh, VNN has been able to do, and um, we continue to to improve upon that with getting our coaches that information out and accessing it and using it for all Tosa East athletics information should be um, posted on there, you know, social media, using Twitter and um, um, I honestly I can say I'm not that great on Instagram or Snapchat, but I do good on Twitter and Facebook. But, you know, promoting those um, activities and things out there that we're doing, um, I think, was definitely one of the first things I wanted to do and, and really getting a voice of the student athletes and talking to them and forming a leadership group um, amongst all of our sports and uh, meet with them monthly to talk about, you know, what are things going on, what are things that we need to do and providing them opportunities as well, too, for leadership. Um, And so, you know, I think there's definitely been, you know, some more 
um, excitement in, in those other areas, um, you know, putting in extra things, halftime contests for soccer games and football games and things of that nature to make it a little bit more enjoyable besides just what um, is going on um, on the field or the court because, you know, we have some programs that are very good and some that are struggling and, you know, we want to make sure we kind of are able to entice people to, to stick around and, and watch for, for the full duration. Right, right. And, and so, and you mentioned a, a few minutes earlier too that you, uh, that you also have some, you know, you, you work with the community to kind of make that plan and, and figure out what, what they like. Um, I have a question in terms of, uh, the feedback that you receive. So, I mean, I love all the different things you're doing. It seems like it'd be really fun. How do you know when you're doing a good job? Um, you know, it's it's one of those things. I I, I definitely have some parents that are um, uh, that you know are are kind enough to um, inform me and let me know when they you know think that things are going well. Um, uh, a lot of times, you know, you just hear. A uh, majority of our conversations with parents or community members is when things aren't going well or they don't like this or don't like that. Um, so I've been fortunate enough where I have some parents uh, I've gotten to know that have, you know, verbally or emailed wise communicated to me that they, you know, appreciate what I'm doing, uh, what, are, what we're trying to, to put forth with the different um, events, activities, coaching hires, things of that nature. Um, so, you know, in that essence, that's I think is a really good thing to to be able to hear from the parents that yeah you know you're you know we do appreciate all that you're doing um, you know and then seeing some of the student athletes come back um, and watching the, uh, their teammates or former teammates and um, in their athletic events and stuff and just saying you know it was so you know neat what you did here and um, and, and getting their feedback as well and and in letting them be able to have that voice um, uh, of sorry, some of the activities and things that they can be able to to participate in um, I have a and I have a good relationship with my um, principal and um, we have you know pretty candid conversations throughout the course of the year and um, you know I haven't heard any major negatives at this point in time so that's always <laughs> I take that as a good sign <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that's great um, and so, and so it sounds like, you know, based on, uh, you know, your career, you kind of, you went from school into, into coaching, into, into administration. Um, were there any challenges that, you know, cause it, it seems like you made the jump from a bunch of different, uh, like sort of directions from broadcasting, um, into, into college coaching, into, you know, administration. And it seems like, it, were there any challenges, uh, in the transition between those three? Um, no, not really. I, I, honestly, I mean, uh, I, I never really was able to get a full, fully going in, in the broadcasting as, as much as that was what my first intention was. Um, so the transition there was, was relatively, um, easy and, and, uh, you know, and, in doing things like this, I mean, that's where it was great to have that broadcasting um, background to be able to do, uh, communication, um, activities via either verbally or written and stuff that I would be able to, to help. And I think that was at different departments a, a, a benefit to be able to have that kind of a background for coaching. Um, and the coaching component was, you know, it was, you know, it was one of those things that it was quite smoother than what I would have thought. I mean, I never anticipated coaching, and when my, you know, coach 
my college coach said that, you know, he liked what I did and, and thought, you know, he wanted me. I actually ended up coaching under him um, or with him, I should say, for seven years after I was done playing. And, um, you know, it's one of those kind of things where sometimes other people see things in you that you don't even realize. And I think that was certainly the case um, in this instance. Um, and then when I made the move from, from coaching to administrative, I would, even though I was coaching primarily, I still was doing administrative work. So it was a smoother transition um, to be able to, to do that. I think what was the harder component was is losing those um, intimate type of relationships that you get to have with your players, you know, working with them and seeing them day in and day out. Um, you don't get that as much as an administrator and particularly at the college level, and that was one reason why I was looking to leave from college because I did want to establish, um, you know, um, more engagement with uh, with the students and, and not just in a negative manner, in a positive manner. Um, and that's one thing I've been able to achieve more at the high school level as an administrator than I was at the college level as an administrator. So that was definitely for me, I felt, the the, the biggest adjustment of, you know, not being able to, to work with, uh, with the students as much and then really trying to gauge coaches and, you know, working with them. But I think there was the respect aspect as well, too, because I've been in their shoes. I've done that. So when I'm talking to them now on the other side, there's a little bit more understanding and um, maybe respect there um, from someone who hadn't been a coach before. Right. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like the guy, you get a lot of credibility, um, just having done what they've done before, which is really great. And so now, now that, um, now that you're the athletic director at, uh, Tosa East, um, you know, the saying goes, it's lonely at the top. Um, I'm really curious if, you know, you know, who do you look to for inspiration and, and, you know, like directionally for where you think you may want to go? Like, are there people that you, you often learn from and, and, you know, get advice from? Yeah, I mean, I think at the at the college level when I was there, I mean, it was definitely my coaching colleagues um, were were people that I and I still keep in touch with several of them as you know in, in talking with them um, either those that were within the school um, where I coached at or um, others that were in my sport um, that uh, you you definitely lean upon um, and then I say the same thing is definitely true now as as an athletic director is um, you know that is I. I think sometimes a little bit of one of the downsides from being at the college world and athletic department is that I really do, there was a department, I had other coaches, even as an administrator, I had other administrators to talk to, and you're all kind of like in the same group, so you could talk about some uh, things that are going on, um, maybe that you didn't need to talk with people outside of the, the school, where here, literally, I am the lone person, I mean, I have a great administrative assistant, and I have a, a really good supportive principal, but you know, I'm, I'm it. Um, you know, my coaches are great as well too, but you know, this isn't their full-time job and you get, you miss that a little bit. Um, uh, uh, so I have relied upon a lot of, um, fellow ADs that I've gotten to know, um, over the years and talking about, you know, when, when things, uh, I've got questions or I'm not sure where to go with, um, I've, uh, developed some good relationships with a, a handful of ones that I can, you know, I can talk to and trust and, and, and get some good feedback for, um, in, uh, in regards to whatever, you know, question situation that I have. 
have uh, on my, you know, my docket that uh, that time. Interesting. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. And so um, when I was going around uh, asking, you know, people here in the office just for questions they may have for you, um, one of the one of the major questions came up because you just were mentioning being kind of the, you know, the lone wolf at the top at, at your school. Um, you know, when we walk around athletic director trade shows and things, it's it's pretty evident that you know being an athletic director uh, in you know educational athletics is is often very male dominated. Um, mm-hmm. And as a female AD, um, one of the questions that came up uh, time and time again was just, what's the dynamic like uh, being the boss uh, and kind of being a, or more or less against the grain in what you know we often expect um, as the you know prototypical uh, AD mold. Um, I think it's always I I, I, I take it as a, a, a funny type of situation is I always get uh yeah. you know, where oh, that's what you do kind of a thing and oh well you are looking at, you do look athletic and stuff and um <laughs> I'm like going, well, yeah, women can can do this job just as much. I mean, and and all my career going through, I mean, I've always been in a definitely the a more of a male dominated um um departments and such. Uh one of the schools I was at was probably the only one that really was balanced in the sense of uh we had a lot of female coaches coaching the female sports and the males were coaching mm-hmm. the male sports and and it was pretty mm-hmm. much down the line. A um, couple of small ones that were overlapped but um and it really made for a neat working experience and I, and I, I really enjoyed that um and uh, lots of times sometimes I'll get asked oh, are you the athletic trainer no I'm the athletic director um uh, so so that's kind of a, a an interesting thing but uh, you know I think it just goes to the point where you know if you know what you're doing um and you are able to um, provide that, be it if there if it's in communication or demonstrating things that you've achieved in the past, um, that that's going to be what's you know are, are, is going to be shown to people, um, and, and they're going to see that you're doing the things that you best as as you can. I mean, just like in any job, you're never going to make everyone happy. Um, and in sports, uh, there's a a big emotion uh, component to that. And I'm sure that I know that there's people, um, particularly probably some older gentlemen that I've known that have said, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing kind of a thing. And and um, until I tell them and give them a little bit more of my history and where I've been and what I've done, then it's like, oh, okay. You've been around sports and athletics, and um, and so it, it's, it's a little bit of an education um, to to some people um, on you know it's it you don't just kind of walk into something like this. You've got to know what you're doing, and you've got to know um, what uh, what makes coaches and athletes and um, sports you know operate, and and that's. You know, no matter if you're male or female, that's what you've got to be able to do. And I've always been comfortable holding my own. I mean, I'm I'm a tall female as well too, so um, uh, you know, I kind of have to have had to have had that um, uh, confidence um, early on um, because at six foot tall, uh, growing up in the the 80s and 90s, you know, there wasn't a lot of those of us around. So you just had to be a little bit more confident about and sure of yourself. And I think that helped um, me through my um, transitions in my profession to make sure that, you know, people 
understand that I know what I'm doing and can take me seriously. That's great. And so, and so with that being said, are there any, uh, are there any tips that you might have for younger female administrators looking to get where you are in the future? Um, as I, I work with interns and such over the last years and stuff, I mean, I, I'm fortunate enough this year I've got two um, great young ladies, uh, one that's in um, uh, undergrad school and one that's in, uh, 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 in law school and a sports law program, and um, they both want to go into athletics and they want to do things, you know, a little bit differently, but I just talk to them about making sure, again, knowing what you, you, what you're what you're getting into, you know, knowing that there's going to be odd hours, um, knowing your material, knowing about the variety of sports. I always tell everyone that I've ever had as an intern, coach something. I think that gives you a lot of credit um, amongst your coaches. I don't care if it's only for two or three years um, or whatever sport it is, but also be a coach as well too because that I think is a very um, strong benefit to have when you're talking about making changes or adjustments with your coaches. Um, it has that, uh, um, you know, resilience to you of knowing, again, that you've been in their shoes and, and know what it's like. Um, and, and just being able to make sure that they, you know, be confident in themselves and know that they're not going to have to be perfect, um, that they shouldn't be just perfect in, well, if I don't have these, they're looking for six criteria for a job and I only make four of them, I'm not going to put my name in the hat. No, you put your name in the hat. You put yourself out there um, and taking chances and taking risks and, you know, being able to, to be that one up because then once you get into it, now it's going to be sure you're going to have a positive snowball effect for your career. That's great. It's going to be great. And so, and so kind of switching gears a little bit, um, back, you know, back to you. Um, how do you, how do you hope to personally make an impact on the Wauwatosa community, um, going forward? Um, and I'm curious in, in terms of just yourself and, and when, you know, at, at a certain point, you know, as you're walking, going through your plans for the next couple of years, um, you know, when people think of Wauwatosa East, um, what particularly do you hope that they remember? Um, I really hope that they, you know, are able to see that, um, uh, that, you know, first and foremost that I've, I've tried to provide opportunities and, and, and ways to show either, you know, how much I care about their, their sons and their daughters. I mean, obviously I'm not going to be able to know all, you know, 450 of our, our student athletes here, um, but that we're going to, you know, try to uh, promote them and, and, um, provide them with the best opportunity that they can to, to enjoy their sport. Um, you know, some of these students are going to be out for the very first time and, you know, never have touched any of these ball or, um, you know, ran cross country or anything like that before, but we've made an impact into them that maybe makes them a healthier person um, longer in life. Uh, maybe we ha had an opportunity for a student to just be able to be part of a team um, because that's what he or she just needed to, to do to be able to maybe survive high school and that we were able to provide that for them. Um, you know, and then we have others that, you know, we want to be able to provide an excellent opportunity to showcase their athletic abilities and, and get recruited um, by some college um, to be able to extend their career and that they have those those opportunities there. Um, so, I mean, 
it's a wide range, but I think that those are, you know, the things that we look at for in high school athletics that you're trying to cover the gamut. Um, and, and some successes are going to be more known than others, uh, but that they can look back on and that they've enjoyed that time. And even if they didn't enjoy that time, that they still were able to learn from that um, because we all learn from our failures um, and even in, or those um, challenges. And we, if I was able to help provide that for a student, um, maybe makes them a better person later on. That that's that's an accomplishment in my book. That's great. Um, cool. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for the time. Um, I really appreciate you uh, coming on and and giving us a little uh, little bit of information about uh, Wawatosa. Well, I appreciate uh, what you guys are doing. I think this is a really neat uh, opportunity. And when I first heard it, I, I was really intrigued by it. So I appreciate you reaching out and uh, and talking to me. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains. At Friday night's game, Hamilton beat Tosa East in a blowout, 35 nothing. The win was Hamilton's second in a row against the Red Raiders, who are still searching for their first win this year. They'll have another chance October 5th against Menominee Falls. That's all from us at VNNHQ. If you like the show and want to learn more about high school sports, check us out online at vnnsports.net, on Twitter at officialvnn, or on Facebook and Instagram at vnnsports. Interested in more about Wauwatosa East? They're online at tosaeastathletics.com. The song, Take Me Home, Country Roads, by John Denver is this year's victory song from the Tosa East student section and is copyrighted by RCA Records. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, and rate us. This week's show was coordinated by Susan Slickman from our team in Wisconsin. For everyone else, I'm Romy. We'll see you next week. Stranger to blue water Dark and dusty Painted on the sky Misty taste of moonshine Teardrop in my eye Country roads Take me home To the place